Johnson. Perez. Johnny Evans. What a header. Oh, what an absolute cracker from Harvey Barnes. Oh, there's magic in that right boot. You're listening to Extra Time, live on LCFC Radio. Your place for all the reaction to the weekend's football. Yes, welcome along to Extra Time here on LCFC Radio after one of Leicester City's greatest ever days at Wembley on Saturday. Four times they got to an FA Cup final uh, and lost all four times, but they made it fifth time lucky, of course, famously against Chelsea, thanks to this man, Yuri Tielemans. Perez has won that ball really well for Leicester, and here's Yuri Tielemans, 30 yards out, lined up a shot, Tielemans has scored! An absolute Yes, what a moment. Fantastic commentary as well from our commentator, Chris Parrott. He had a fantastic co-commentator alongside <laughs> him as well, uh, who is now sat opposite me uh, in the LCFC radio studio. We've got Matt Elliott and Steve Walsh, two legends of the club that have won uh, lots and lots and lots um, with Leicester City. And, and you never won the FA Cup, unfortunately, <laughs> you two, did you? But Leicester City now finally have done that. Good evening to you both. Evening, Batesy. Yeah, good evening, evening Batesy. Thanks for uh, letting us know that. Fantastic stat, <laughs> but uh, the FA Cup's not been good for me, to be honest. Uh, I can remember a red card at Millwall, uh, and that was uh, one one chance that we had get going through to the fifth round, I think, so I was a bit upset with that. And, but, and uh, a red, red card at Chelsea as well. Oh, Chelsea, yeah, the FA Cup, you see. It's <laughs> just, uh, yeah, it cost me a lot of money that did as well, but uh, it, it's incredible, the the scenes, the emotions, the, the everything about, you know, I'm still on a high myself. Personally, I, I watched the game at um, Oldby Town Football Club, GNG on that now, and uh, they did it right, you know, with the social distancing, the, the, the six people tables, and it was, it, it just erupted, and you could you could imagine, um, you know, there was, there was a lot of tears, um, you know, and just to see, for me, to, to see Kuntop, um, you know, looking at the heavens to his father, uh, you, you know, there's certain things chucking Brendan Rodgers in the air, you, the, the the jubilation of the players' faces, um, you know, it was was incredible to see, and for the Leicester fans to be back in the stadium, uh, you know, we on Wembley, we, we there's no doubt that we on Wembley, and um, mm. it's just a, a, you know a, a shame that the, we couldn't be full that day, but uh, I can tell you now, Leicestershire all over the place was uh, was up in arms, and uh, I must admit I was a bit emotional myself. Yeah, absolutely. As as for you, Matt Elliott. Yeah, well. no, no, it was incredible. It, um, it was a good job with Chris Parrott, as you say, there commentating you know, and described it so well and for so long because I couldn't get any words out. You know, I was I was up on my feet um, as the goal went in. It just it struck it. You thought there's a real opening here, and it, I don't know the sweetness of the strike. Even even mid flight, I thought that's going in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you, you, know, yeah. you know, there had been efforts throughout the game, and he thought. Keeper's not going to get that. And in an instant, so many things flashing through your mind. What's going to happen here then? And it just <laughs> exploded, the crowd and Sam Chambers, who's sort of the, the main man in our media section, isn't it? He was there. And it, it, I wouldn't say he's not emotional ordinarily, but he just exploded. <laughs> <His face. laughs> it, was, it was reminiscent of Jim, um, 
the community, support the liaison manager, who everyone thinks is a security guard, back when Leicester won the Premier League, his reaction. And just around us, it was, as they say these days, the limbs were everywhere. And it was incredible. It was incredible. And, you know, I, I was... Uh, I was caught sort of speechless and then obviously that's part of my remit there and I was thinking, go on Chris, carry on, carry on because I'm not, not quite sure where to start and uh, eventually sort of gathered my thoughts and even then it was difficult because I don't know, so many things that Walsh just mentioned there, so many things came together in that instant, you know, the, the mm. quality of Yuri's strike but it was always all the determination, the spirit that Leicester had showed, that, that game was on a knife edge from the start and you felt... It could, at any stage, go either way. And, it, you know, you felt the first goal would be the decisive blow. And so it proved just um, <laughs> all the drama that followed <laughs> after the goal. But you could just, you could sense it before the game. You know, I was pitch side and we were speaking. There was a little tepid ripple of applause when the Chelsea players came out from their fans. Leicester fans come out, just one player appeared. And there was this huge roar. And the passion was coming out. And I, I'm sure, I haven't heard it said yet, but I'm sure that would have inspired the players, the, you know, the, the way they saw their supporters reacting. And um, I don't, just a whole combination of things, wasn't it? The supporters back in, Leicester, little underdogs. Um, not everyone agrees with that, but, you know, <coughs> officially in the, in the bookies, shall we say. Uh, it was meant to be Chelsea who were going to come out triumphant. There was a, a feeling that maybe Leicester would come up short again, you know, as they have done. Um, you know, they've threatened to achieve. They've come up short since the, winning the Premier League. That was, you know, sort of turning of a new page. And everything together, Kun Vichai, Brendan Rodgers, the, the, the effort, yeah. the fans, oh, brilliant. The whole brilliant. thing. It was a spectacle that... Uh, do you know what? I, I, you know, like I'm quite negative about things, which I am. I always am, and and I, I do it for a certain reason because I like us to just just you know things happen and then we win it and then I can go yeah you know I'm not gonna we would have cried either way if we would have lost the whole but but winning the emotions are different. But when you've lifted a cup, when you've been there and done the things we've done, I think it's embedded in our blood in a in a sense of the feeling and the euphoria. That, that a fan can get and it shows you now they're on the other side of the fence and to get that high is for something like that to happen and, it, and it's just incredible that, that the fans can share it and the history you know it's a fairy tale you know that is ongoing for this football club who knows now where we're going to go and you know it just shows everybody um, in sport how not an underdog because we're above Chelsea in the league Don't, let's get this right now we're not an underdog in that game at all a bigger club in a sense of what now? I don't, I don't see it. Um, so there was no underdog. It was just a, uh, obviously on the day, the, the way we set up, the tactics, the discipline, the shape, the everything about it. We, you know, Brendan Rodgers has been under a lot of pressure. Um, I think he's he's handled a lot of situations very well. Johnny Evans was a situation. It was a killer blow, but we dealt with it, and there were. These lads were conditioned to the difference between that Newcastle game and this game, obviously, because it was a final, maybe, but it, it doesn't matter that how we set up, how we defended with that discipline and that, you know, real uh, solidity about it, that it frustrated Chelsea. And whatever they tried, they were not, not going to get through. And, you know, you see Wes Morgan come on. And for me, that kind of, that was a fantastic uh, uh, moment for me to see him come on. 
and uh, try and shore up that last 10 mm -hmm. minutes, although it was difficult for him to come into a, you know, I, I would not have liked that myself to go into that matter, 10 minutes to go, no. knowing you're one nil up. You know, I bet, oh. he, I bet his heart was in his mouth when that goal went in and, and it was VAR, uh, obviously, uh, that had seen that there was an offside. But he would have felt <laughs> that, God, this is my maybe one of my last games for Leicester and I'm going out with, you know, seeing that going and what, what would have happened, we could have lost the game. But we didn't. So I was pleased for Wes. You see the picture of him and Schmeichel um, lifting the cup. It brings back so many memories for me and him of how they did it and how they did it together. I thought it was a fantastic gesture from Schmeichel um, and again the emotions but the nerves were, were terrible for that last 10 minutes I mean I must admit it was a real nervy ending to the game but uh, they dealt with everything and deserved it for me yeah I mean you obviously don't want games to be that nervy Matt do you but it's, <laughs> it, it, it's nice that it was in a sense as well and and with everything that happened you know if Leicester had been two or three nil up and and cruising to victory obviously it would have been better for all our heart rates but yeah. as a spectacle and with hindsight now because Leicester won the game you can look back and you think I'm glad it went that way oh. because it was just so entertaining I'm not sure whether I agree with you or not I don't I'm know not, <laughs> I don't. You're part of it yeah because when all is done and dusted yeah you're like oh and you sort of Take stock, don't you, and relax a little bit. But yeah, it was it was incredible. The drama, you know, the the fine margins between the decisions and Casper Michael's saves, and the one from Mount in particular. But all all the, all the time, I felt like Leicester would have enough. I, I don't know whether you know it's sort of a bit of a a bit yeah you know, because of, it's what I wish to want to happen, but rather than what I believe will happen, but. Even if Chilwell's goal went in, I didn't think straight away, oh, no, disaster, that's the mm. end of it. I, th 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 there was just this feeling that there was this energy between the team and the supporters that I thought, OK, it would have been difficult. And, you, you know, from a sensible point of view, you'd think the impetus would be with Chelsea if they got that equaliser. Leicester made a few substitutions in Nacho off, as we said, Morgan coming on, and it was trying to shut up shop, basically. But I just feel that Leicester would have pulled something out of the hat. I don't think they would have caved and gone under. We'll never know, will we? But it, it was that sort of feeling around Six the minutes of injury time, I think, was it? Five or six. Yeah, and it was agonising. There weren't the... too many... I suppose if you reel them off, it sounds a bit worse. It's two spike saves and... One of those. Mm. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the one from Mount Ridiculous. And obviously the VAR goal. But Leicester weren't peppered. You know, there was a fair amount of pressure... They dealt with it pretty comfortably. I thought Chelsea were, they got to be disappointed with themselves. Yeah, the game, yeah, the well, game plan was fantastic, though, you know. From, it, it was from tight start at the times, though. Well, you know, the, yeah. the first half, there were numerous times I was sort of holding my breath a little bit because Leicester were back three, it was stretched. It was three against three, yeah. effectively. And at times, Evans, Evans, I don't, it sounds a bit harsh, maybe in hindsight, a little bit of a blessing yeah, in disguise because Evans, he wasn't properly fit. You can mm. see that from the start, from that throw in on the right-hand side, and Werner got in. Couldn't get anywhere near Yeah, and yeah. I think... You know, and so he was having to drop off, and Werner was getting turned at him, and I thought, sooner or later, you know, something's going to give. But, um, yeah, and, yeah. and Fafana came in centrally. I thought he was... I mean, I don't know, perhaps I've got it wrong, but, I mean, Tillemans is goal, yes, and I thought he was excellent. But for me, on the day, there live, Fafana stood out for me. Mm. He just stopped mm. and anticipated everything. I don't know. It don't really matter what I think, does it? But <laughs> it was... It, it was it was brilliant. It, uh, oh, absolutely buzzing, and 
I've heard people speaking on the radio, different quarters. Have you come back down to earth yet? They're <laughs> like, no, <laughs> and I don't want to. We're well, in, inundated on me. You know, you can't answer that many messages. It's crazy. Mm. I had to do a video. That this, someone asked me to do it, uh, whether we've won or lost. I had to do it after the game, a, a video. <laughs> so you can imagine what what I'd sent to this, <laughs> this uh, lady. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was it was terrific to see. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, we've just, we've had a celebrator. <laughs> I've got to mention this because we've had a celebratory meal just before this uh, show tonight. So we've had a lovely Indian meal we have with Matt from Swatlands, a very good friend of mine, Cam, who um, he's got 10 season tickets um, right near the director's box. He's had them for about 25, 30 years. Unbelievable. And he owns Swatlands um, Indian restaurant. So that's that was a, a, a gesture of goodwill from him for tonight. Cheers, but, Cam. Uh, yep. Yeah, so it, it just tops off um, everything. But I, I still kind of, you know, shivering with emotions over, you know, you get flashbacks, don't you, and things. And uh, I, I'm so pleased, though, for everybody. From Susan Weir and the people that have, you know, they're so nice at this club now. You, you see, I've seen a big change in personnel um, since I've been at the club and it, it's much better place of, of everyone who, who works at it. They're so um, lovable people, if you will, and so kind and generous and, and do things, you know, all over this community. So I'm pleased for everybody from top to bottom, you know, but obviously the players are, are come first in this. Um, but... It's, is that it's a bit of a pun, that? Of top well, to it bottom? Is. Top to bottom, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, to see Kuntop, though, that was uh, that was special for me, really was. You know, I mean, Kuntvich, looking down on that, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, it just proves those celebrations with <clears throat> Kuntop at the end, how loved he is in the squad, and obviously yeah. by every single Leicester fan out there. Yeah, and there's a genuine affection and affinity, isn't there, for, through all those quarters of the club, you know, the players as a group, in, in, you know, group together and a squad, backroom staff, etc. There's a respect uh, and a fondness with, with the manager, of course, and the, you know, the, 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 the supporters are involved in that. And lots of clubs, not pretend, but they, they like to portray that they've, they've got this great team spirit, not always the case, um, or this great affinity with the supporters, not always the case. Um, but in, in Leicester, it's very much apparent. And then probably most unusual of all is an affection with the owners. And we, we, we know the controversy of late and the, um, you know, the separation between supporters and owners of certain other clubs in the Premier League. And what an example Leicester City mm. are. And they're getting recognised for it as well. Mm. And, it, and it, it was lovely. I mean, Casper Schmeichel was... <laughs> mm. He was hugely influential as he has been over the over the years for Leicester City. But you know, there, there were some well, there were loads of big moments to pick. But I mean, it, one sharing the trophy with Wes Morgan, then he pulls Jamie Vardy out of the uh, media interview, doesn't he? Because they realised they were missing one, and he just yanked him off. And Vardy didn't need no second second asking, did he? And then eventually, I was I was there sitting there <laughs> thinking, Kuntop's going to be involved in a minute, surely, surely. But he, he had you know enough about him. Um, and he's humble enough to sort of just watch it from the sidelines. He must have been bursting to get on there. But he's like, no, the players have done this, you know. And Gustav Michael recognised that and tugged him onto the pitch, didn't he? And, uh, you know, that, that was probably the single most poignant memory of the day. And one other thing linked to that as well I thought was beautiful was the crowd was singing Vicho's song. And then yeah. the players got together and sung it as well. You know, oh, that I was, didn't see that. Yeah, they were. They, well, maybe didn't that's show brilliant. it on certain yeah, footage. Together, huddled, they were singing to the crowd, and Vichai had a dream, yeah. and 
you know, don't get much better than that. No, exactly. Yeah, we're getting so many messages, by the way, on on social media. Obviously, Leicester fans absolutely buzzing. I'm just going to pick one out. Uh, Nick Watson has has put that he's been watching the highlights on repeat all day today. (laughs) And I don't think you're alone, Nick. I think (laughs) I've done that, certainly. It looks as if you two have done that as well. I've seen it today. Yeah, I played it on the record last night, you know. Uh, It's just unreal. That's what I mean. I I actually haven't yet, but I'm going to. Oh, you've got it, I I never watched our finals, you know. Back in 2000, what? I've never rewatched the uh, whole thing, but I, I'm yeah. more keen. It might spur, spur me yeah. into doing that. I'm more keen to watch that, even though I only watched it two days ago. I want to watch it again. Yeah, the full yeah. game. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, it really was. The, the, what, where do we go next, though, Bakesy? What are we going to win next? You know, yeah. where's, the, where's the challenge coming yeah. up now? Is it to, is it to win the Champions League hey. now, or what? Well, it will be one on the on the on the remit. But God's truth, it's just you don't know where this team are going to stop. Cla- Claudio at all. said, "Keep dreaming." Yes, keep absolutely. dreaming, and may you never wake up. Yeah. Right, let's hear from uh, the current Leicester manager, then Brendan Rodgers, speaking after the famous win on Saturday. Brendan, congratulations. You've just become the first person to lead Leicester to FA Cup glory. How does that feel? Well, it feels amazing. My, my initial reaction after the game is I'm just so happy for the players. The courage they showed in the game was, was incredible and to produce that quality performance against a top-level team. Um, secondly, obviously, for the supporters, to, for the first time in their history, they can now say they're, they're FA Cup winners and uh, I've heard all the stories since I've been in here about the glorious failures and how unfortunate it's been. So to be able to give them that moment today is, is special and of course for Kuntop and his family, you know what they've given this club, where they've taken the club to, I know it was a, a dream of uh, Kunfichai's, so to be able to deliver that today is uh, it's a good feeling. Did it have a feel of destiny about it, the way that last 20 minutes panned out, the save from Kasper Schmeichel, the, the VAR decision? Yeah, well, I'm not sure destiny, but you just know that you're going to have to defend well. You're 1-0 up, last 15, 20 minutes of the game, you've got to try and close the game out. The Champions League finalists, so you know the top, top players, so you know you're going to have to suffer. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we get the VAR, so it shows the line was good, wasn't too deep. The line was good, so Chile's offside. And then Casper's save, you know, we talk about Yuri's goal, but you got in the same breath talk about his save. It's absolutely incredible. And uh, yeah, two big moments in the game. What were you thinking when Yuri Tielemans picked up that ball 30 yards ago? Well no, we just we I thought in the game we were aggressive in the game, our pressing was good, we looked a threat. And obviously we know that Yuri can do that. He's uh, a wonderful striker of the ball, we've seen it numbers of times. To score a goal that uh, of that level in a game, I guess it was the classic FA Cup final winning goal, and uh, wow, no, it's, it's a goal I'll remember for the rest of my life. To share that moment with the supporters here today, 14 months without them, how special was that for you and the players? Yeah, well, you see the difference they make for us, you know, the energy they gave us, you know, it felt like there was 30,000 of them in here, the noise they made, and you felt that energy, and uh, yeah, that really pushed us over the line. For you personally, your first major title in English football, you won the playoff final here, of course. Um, it's, a, it's a wonderful achievement in your second full season at the club. Yeah, I think this was my seventh final as a, as a coach and manager, and I was aware, you know, I'd won the six previous, and I was very determined to, to, to win the seventh. We knew we were going to have to work. But yeah, I'm very, very proud to have done that, and uh, yeah, it was yeah, just an amazing feeling, and my, my happiness is for everyone. Who, 
And is this just the start for you and this group of players? You well, no. The yeah, no. We, we, we started obviously two and a half years ago. I think the success for a club like Leicester City in this league has been up there competing and fighting uh, and making it really difficult. You know, you know, there's five, six other teams in this league. And, well, you're probably talking seven other teams in this league that will have a, a higher budget than ourselves. And you get some of the, the, the clubs right up there, the Man Cities, Liverpools of the world, Manchester United, so it's on a different level to us. But what's important for us is being able to compete on a performance uh, level. And hopefully we've shown that and we want to continue to, to show that ambition to do that. Yeah, that's a very happy sounding Brendan Rogers there um, speaking, obviously, after the, the victory. And, and he is, as, as Chris put it in the, um, in the interview at the beginning, the first Leicester manager, obviously, to ever win the FA Cup. Yeah, magnificent achievement. Um, it, it's just been nothing short of impressive like, since he walked through the door, has he, really? And I, I mean, Chris mentioned there, you know, the first major trophy that he's won in England but he was quick to sort of put him straight that he's won a few trophies throughout his career as a coach. But, <laughs> you know, I can see where both sides were coming from. But, yeah, I, you know, it's, there have been certain sort of tags associated with Brendan Rodgers because of, primarily because of the occasion when Liverpool looked for all the world like they were going to win the league under his guidance. And obviously we know what happened there with Steven Gerrard, etc. And he's put any sort of suggestions that, that were put forward in that manner to bed. And he's done it with Leicester City, and uh, you know, impressively so. Everything he said there, as is the case the majority of the time, I thought was, was bang on the money. You know, he's pretty honest, he's pretty candid about things, but he's also very balanced and level-headed when he speaks. You know, he doesn't, yeah. get, doesn't get carried away, but, it, it, but it, even he was excitable and... It, <laughs> And emotional, wasn't he, at, at, at the weekend? You, you couldn't help but just sort of get, get embroiled in it. And um, I'm sure he, he wouldn't want to stay on the outside of it. But, yeah, you know, the more she mentioned it, the players obviously have that respect for him. He enjoys working hard, doesn't he? He enjoys getting performances and results out of players and progress out of individuals and the squad. And, you know, he, he's just a, a total football man through and through. You know, he sort of dedicates his life to football, doesn't he? And really pleased to see him get the reward and uh, and the, the respect and the jubilation from his players as well, throwing him up in the air. Yeah. And it was brilliant. That, that, was. that doesn't happen too often, does it? No. For, you know, British managers, um, it happens on foreign <coughs> soils more often. But and you think what he's had it. to deal with this season, on and off the yeah. field. There's been a lot of, you know, uh, what can I say? Uh, different things that he's had to as a manager, which you have to do. Don't get me wrong, but he's had to, a lot of contentious uh, issues that he's had to sort out. He couldn't, you know, like Matt says, he's, he's a humble guy. He's an intelligent guy. He's a very intelligent manager. You can see that with his tactics, with, with the way that he sets up, the way he plays, the way he knows how to work out how to win. And that is where he's been brilliant this season. And to rotate that squad in the way, you know, this isn't over, by the way, by a long means. The pressure's still on him yet. It's incredible, really, that, you know, he, he can't let himself go at the moment. Um, but, you know, wait till he does. And whatever happens now, you know, there's still, you've got two more games left. You've got six days and you've got two games, one tomorrow and one on Sunday against Tottenham. And who knows what's going to happen. Um, and I've always said that we're going to do it the hard way. I've said it all this season. And, and it certainly looks, it's going to the end of the season, no matter what, uh, uh, by the looks of it. 
um, it might change that if we uh, win tomorrow. But it, you know, whatever happens, um, you know, come Sunday, we're, we're still in it, and it's still in our hands. So Brendan's got a lot to uh, to you know. These players have got to be very thankful the way he's protected them, the way he's uh, stood by them, the way he's uh, he's he's making them learn from mistakes that they've made, um, and uh, and I think it's a fantastic tutor for these younger lads coming through. And don't forget, we've got a fine blend of of um, experience and, and youth. And the, the, the growth of, you've seen it, how they've grown together and, the, and they have um, produced something from, from you know, from last season, when Man United beat us, uh, beat us at home. Mm. Uh, the ch- change and the, the turnaround and the mentality um, has been incredible, it really has. So, you know, you've got to take your hat off to Brendan. Um, and just you know, he's got to be manager of the year without a doubt for me. And uh, we've we've got a we've got a you know, there's there's going to be a lot of like top clubs who will want Brendan Rodgers. There's no doubt. But I think he's happy um, with the what's going to happen here. I think the pathway and the the uh, progression with Leicester is going to be even better. And especially if he stays, and he will do. It's not, we're not saying he's going anywhere. So, um, you know, it's great to have um, an intelligent manager and one that looks after his players the way he does and uh, the way he represents himself. Brilliant. Yeah, what Walsh made a good point there, Matt, about the end of last season and what happened, obviously, mm-hmm. and, and that defeat against Manchester yeah. United on, on the final day of the season. You could almost have, have forgiven the, the players and, and Brendan Rodgers for mm. really struggling this season to, to maybe come back from that. But it, it's been the exact opposite. What is it? I think they, they've been in yeah. the top four, haven't they, all season. They, they've now won the FA Cup. Yeah, I mean, is it right that it's only one week that they've been out of the top four in the last Year two and campaigns so, up to yeah. now? Yeah, and obviously that was on the last day. That, that's what I mean. It, it made a sort of slight reference to it in terms of the, the performance in the Cup final on Saturday. Uh, you, you could, the players could have been forgiven, or you know, there was a sense of sort of nervousness from the crowd or within supporters, you know, that maybe Leicester will fall short again. You know, we'll just drop off when it really matters because of what happened last year. You know, that you talk about the the change in mentality and the progress, and that's huge, isn't it? On on the back of last season, like you say, that is a real test. It's, it's a little bit like you know a team that. In the championship, could be um, in the top two all season, etc. Drops into the playoffs at the last week and loses that, and end up in the championship. Don't get promoted. You know, it's a hammer blow, and that was maybe not as severe for Leicester, but it, it was a big disappointment. And you know, they didn't feel sorry for themselves and looked at the areas that they need to improve, and they've done so brilliantly, haven't they? I think last year, I think they were a little bit. Not one-dimensional, but they had one way of playing that really suited them. And when that stopped working a little bit for them, they found it difficult to to find another plan B, if you like. Leicester this year have got a plan B, C, D, maybe E as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you think all the formations that they've played. They've had to adapt and change yeah. the style of yeah, play exactly, because yeah. of because of Harvey Barnes. The terrific form he was in. He was player of the year until he, mm. he goes out. And he's, he's possibly your best player at that time of the season. Yeah, don't, James don't get James, James Justin, uh, terrible injury. And he, at that time, was at the top of his game, mm. you know. So you've been disrupted badly in, in a sense of, you know, um, juggling things around and changing. You know, the Inaccio, uh was a, a last throw of the dice in a sense of, of trying to 
create something that we can get that backup plan and it, and it works so well and Iheanacho um, has, has been outstanding for us you know and scored an important goals and, and played a big part in everything so we've we've changed the style of play and um, you know and adapted to uh, and he's never complained Rogers. that's what I like about him never complains he doesn't say look I've got this injury I've got him out or you know like a lot of club managers do or they blame it on that he doesn't say a word he gets on with it and he works it out, and that's what he's done. Yeah, it's an absolutely fantastic job, Brendan Rodgers, of course, has done uh, at Leicester City. Right, let's get our Who's the Fox on the screens for you. <coughs> so uh, all of those uh, Leicester fans that are I'm not even looking at that, say Yuri Tillemans. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. Right, let's get it on the screen. Uh, obviously, Walsh, we're not guessing yet. No, of course. Uh, you're, you're, I'm glad you've reminded me. For the, uh, the fans at home to have a little bit of a go at who they think uh, that could be there. Hmm. You don't want me to say, do you? No, I don't, no. Do you think it? you know it? Uh, should be easy enough, shouldn't it? I wouldn't say no, I'm not positive at all. Okay, okay. Well, we'll come back to that um, near the end of the show, so in about half an hour or so. So get your guesses in uh, on social media. Uh, we're just seeing off uh, screen there, Matt Elliott looking directly uh, at the screen. Sorting out the shape of the hair An inch there. away from the screen to see. There was a hint of a side parting going on there, well. Looks like you're it. <laughs> um, right, we've already had a, a correct guess on Facebook. I'm not going to obviously read it out, but well done to Raymond. Um, right, extra time teaser time for you two. Um, I thought we were not we doing this tonight because, uh, you know, I thought we've got too much to talk about. But no, we've still got to do these. Then, yeah, we've still got to do these. About they, the game. They've all got a bit of a theme to them, though. Right. Um, would you like pot one or two? I'll have uh, two. Okay, Matt Elliott, your question number one is what minute of the game was Yuri's goal? Oh, I think, I've, I, think I might. I was actually going to it. double check this just before we came on. I'm going to be close, but I don't know if I've got it right. <laughs> well, you can only guess if he gets it right. 68. No. I think it's either 63 or 61, but I'm not too sure. Am I wrong with both? Oh, he would have, he would have, he would have beat, wouldn't it? I'm so it's 63. I'll go. <laughs> should have known that, shouldn't I? Well done, that's, that's an early steal. That's well done. Um, well done, son. I, I think I'd have a few beers at that time, you know. And it's gone. So <laughs> yeah. Remembering that. Um, who passed him the ball? Who, who passed it to Yuri Tielemans? Oh, <laughs> who's going to blurt something out there, wasn't he? There we go. Yeah, Perez. Oh. Ayozi Perez. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah, you did. <laughs> what oh. am I doing? Ayozi Oh, Luke Thomas. Oh, cool. Correct, yeah. <laughs> That's shocking. Perez made the block. It shocking. Luke oh, Thomas, who played it to Yuri uh, Tielemans, obviously, and then the rest is, oh, is history, gosh. as they say. Uh, what a goal, by the way. Befitting of winning any game, let alone an FA Cup final. You look back at like the pantheon of great FA Cup goals and moments yeah. in the final. That will be played for years and years and years to come. Certainly should be. I was waiting for a question then. I just realised we finished that. Yeah, we've got, we'll do the, <laughs> the rest of the teasers at the end. Yeah, it was. But, uh, I mean, as I said at the time, it was as good a goal as I can remember in, in the cup final. Never mind a winner. I, I suppose Chelsea fans would contest Di Matteo's early 
against Middlesbrough, was that? That was in the FA Cup, wasn't it? That was one of the earliest goals ever as well, wasn't it? Do you remember that one, Batesy, or are you too young? Um, going back a few years. I wasn't listening. You're looking at me as if you're too... Di Matteo scored a fine, fine goal against Middlesbrough. Chelsea years ago. Anyway, but um, I, I can't remember better than Tillemans' strike. When he hit it, 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 was, it just sort of quivered its way. You know, straight into that top <laughs> corner. It was, it was, it was just slight little wobbles as it went, but it, it was never going anywhere. You know, you, sometimes you hit them, don't you? You think, oh yeah, my God, and suddenly elevates way over the bar. Um, but it didn't even. It, it wasn't like a, a looping strike. Sometimes when you hit the top of it, it's it just it's so true. And I don't know. It, it, even though it flashed into the back of the net, you could. Time almost stood still at, at the same time, although it doesn't make sense. Because, but you could see it arrowing in the top corner, and it, you were thinking about what the reaction was going to be, and you <laughs> soon found out. You know, this crackling noise, and it, it just oh, the tech reverberated around the stadium. It was yeah. unbelievable. I, I tell you what, how sorry, well, how cool was he when he scored? Yeah, I know, yeah everyone was going absolutely yeah, berserk. All the other players were as well, and Myself, he just started yeah. off, didn't and he? Yeah, and he just like, well, yeah, that wasn't bad, lads, was it? Like, <laughs> you know, like, like he'd done it in training. You'd think he'd, I don't know, yeah. just like headless chicken, but yeah. I've, know, I've, re I've replayed it a few times, and, and you slow it down, and you look at the technique of his strike. It's obviously, you know, you teach kids kind of get your head over the ball and make sure you hit it with the laces. And he, and he did to start with, but the way his position, body position, and how he opens his foot up and lets that ball fly to keep it down and to keep it, because when you're shooting from range, it's very easy to lean back and just shoot it over the ball. T ten, nine times out of 10, until you get to know how to strike a football. And, you know, like I say, you can teach anyone, you know, you, I, I do it at the academy and try and tell them, get your head over the ball and keep the ball low if you're hitting from distance and it will rise. And, and it was, you could see it just saw, and, and you knew when he'd hit it, um, as long as it didn't hit the defender, it was going straight in, and the keeper had no chance really, you know, when you look at it, it was just too good of a, a strike. So, you know, he, he had a terrific game, did Tielemans. He was, you know, obviously man of the match because his all-round vision and uh, some of the passes that he, he were clipping in, um, you know, they picked up on the TV and they, they did a, an analysis of him. And when you look back at all that, what he did, you, that's probably why he's, he, and, and scoring a goal like that is, but for Fauna, for, for me, I, I I see it as a defender, and, and so does Matt. That he was absolutely uh, outstanding. So, uh, but but Tielemans to get a goal at Wembley. Me and Matt have scored a couple at Wembley, so we're still in front of uh, <laughs> yeah. him, aren't we, Matt? I've got three. You've got two. I've got five assists. Yeah, and I've hit a post. But not not it's quite all good. Not quite up to his level, though. No, no, it wasn't. Mine were <laughs> tappings, but uh, yours was good header. Actually, I think you got three. Header. I think between our five goals, yeah. it equates to about the same distance that you were hitting that <laughs> shot from. <didn't> <laughs> Probably not. To hey, be fair, we're yeah. still in the history books, Matt. And uh, you know, when you look back at, at, at that '90s era, I never ever thought that this could happen. No. Yeah, and I just didn't because it, time elapses and uh, you just, I don't know how this has happened, but it's just, uh, it, it's brilliant for the club and, and it's been through getting the right people and the right recruitment um, has been essential and everybody knows that now that Leicester, um, you know, the way they've done it with Maguire going and the money that they've spent, they've been very careful and put it into projects that are, have been... Um, that, that, that go on for another five or six years at this club. So the foundations are set in stone at the moment and it can only get better. Yeah, I, I mean, it was just an, an unbelievable strike. I think we mm. we were on this show last week. It was Jerry and Tony Cotty were the, were the two guests and we went through 
potential players of the season. We, we picked out six nominations, um, or like a short list of six, mm. and both Jerry and Tony agreed that Yuri Tielemann should get the vote for, for their player of the season, certainly. And I think if he wasn't already... Mine's Johnny Evans, vote, mine. It is 100%. It's Johnny Evans. Well, even after, I was going to say, even, even after what happened on yeah. Saturday, I think if he yeah. wasn't the fans' vote before I know Saturday, what you mean. he's got to be now, yeah. surely. Yeah, he probably is. And, you know, there's no doubt. But for me, definitely Johnny Evans, he's been the, <coughs> you know, the, 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 the spearhead of, of calmness to, 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 for these lads to play and keep them, you know, obviously with Casper as well, to keep these lads engaged in a sense of the mentality going forward because they need the help through all these t ups and downs that they've had and they've steered them to success. They really have. And the good thing is there are half a dozen candidates, mm. that are yeah. considerable. Yeah. Um, and but for quite a number of long-term injuries, you'd have had yeah, a few Barnes more. Just in, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah you'd definitely. Have a few the, more to, yeah. to consider. Um, and you know, indeed, he was out for a while. Yeah, the two lads you just mentioned there, long term, but just a great first half of the season. Smichael, um, mm. and obviously Evans Tillemans. There ain't one person, one, or two out. one one player that doesn't deserve um, as much respect as the other, in a sense. But there's been shining lights, and we I mean, know I mean, that. Yuri's churned out the most performances, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yeah, been there consistently, consistently massive. Uh, yeah, as has Johnny Evans, but he's missed the odd game yeah, through yeah, injury. Yeah. So you look at that sort of first and foremost, didn't you, in yeah. terms of player of the season? But yeah, the, the the quality that players have shown when they have been fit and available, there's six six in the mix, really. Yeah. For Jamie Vardy, uh, not as many goals this season, maybe as, as he would have hoped. They certainly were at the, the start of the season, the first half of the season, but he's now pretty much won the lot. He's, he's added the, the FA Cup to his collection, so let's hear from the man himself. Jamie, thank you very much for talking to us. You've just won the FA Cup. How does that feel? It's unbelievable. What a, what a feeling. And do you know what? To do it with a night when everyone bought six, six and a half thousand, was it? Leicester fans here with us. The noise they were making, cheering us on, it just makes that feeling even more special. You've done everything now at the football club. You've won the Premier League, you've won the Golden Boot. Where does this rank? Is that an impossible question to answer? No, it's massively up there. Massively up there. I think winning anything, like any trophy, you, you've got to put it at the top. It's not an easy thing to do. So I think it's testament to the lads with, with the performance that we've put in, attacking together, defending resolutely together. and seen at the end everyone's left everything on that pitch and I think we deserve the win overall. Talk us through the goal from Yuri Tiedemans from your perspective that has to be one of the finest FA Cup final goals ever scored. Yeah it's Yuri isn't it that's, a, that's what he's there today. <laughs> no li literally as soon as he hit it I, I knew it's, it's got a really good chance and just to watch it fly into that top corner I think that goal's worthy of winning any game so over the moon for him over the moon for the club itself and obviously taking that trophy back on. What was it like the last 10 minutes? Uh, it was a nervous watch. You could see the fans could barely watch. What was it like to play in? Yeah, no, it, it was. Like I said, they were putting a lot of pressure on us, but I think you've seen that we've de defended as a team together, defended resolutely, and they've got in at the end, but three soft sides. So that's that's telling me that, that we've held our defensive line really well. And then, like I said, to see it out all the way to the end and listening to that full-time whistle, guys, it's just an unbelievable feeling, literally just dropped to the floor. You've been at the club for a long time, you know what the FA Cup means to Leicester having not won it. To be part of the squad that's finally got over the line, 
I absolutely love that picture that, that was just <laughs> on the screen there of, of Jamie Vardy with the um, with the FA Cup. The way he's looking at it, almost like in disbelief, wasn't it? Yeah. And and just that he's done it. He's won it. What I've gone and done. You see his tweet as well. He's put FA Cup completed it, mate. Like he ended <laughs> a nice picture of him with it, and yeah, another. He ain't, he ain't completed it Jamie yet. Vardy he has not story. completed it knowing him. There's something that's going to happen. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what, but it could be a, something else like the Champions League or something daft. But do we go? Do we have a bet on that now, Matt? I thought you were negative. Also. I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah, I've, gone from, I've gone from <laughs> the depths of despair to. <laughs> we're going to crumble to, to we're the top of the Champions League. Yeah, no, yeah, but it's, hey, who knows? Who knows with this club? Never say never, do you? But yeah, no, great. Listen, Jamie Vardy, incredible story. Everyone knows it, and then played his part right throughout, both on and off the pitch. He's a huge character within the squad, isn't he? And a driving force and inspiration for his teammates as well. But yeah, he seems hugely popular. Uh, not always so with opposition players or supporters, but he, he's got that that bit of edge to his game, hasn't he? And that's part of what makes him what he is. And uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's got a real good character. There's a, a really nice message that's come through. It's from Damien Mills on Facebook. He says, in regards to the, the starters and the substitutes, you couldn't have imagined a better lineup for the story. Local lads, 2016 legends, wonder saves and wonder goals. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, just oh, just add, that, add those points and reasons to the list, really. There's so many things to take in, aren't they? You know, Kelechi and Acho come in from the depths, really, uh, you know, out of nowhere to to be... Um, such a, you know, such a, a, an impactful player for Leicester, and right throughout. Yeah, there's stories, aren't there? You know, Mark Albright and a lot of people have written him off at, at numerous times, and he keeps churning in performances, doesn't he? And got himself a nice little FA Cup winners medal, and the list goes on. And like, where's Morgan? What not play for six months? Does he? Is it six months? Four months? Um, certainly since it was AEK Athens I think in the Europa League so it was certainly before Christmas before Christmas wasn't it yeah so you know a lengthy time and he comes on hasn't kicked a ball in in competition and he comes on we've got 20 minutes to go in the final and I, I think there were a few people think, oh how's this one going to go Cause I, and I was amongst that to be honest because if I've been putting myself in that position and uh, six months I haven't played first team football and I'm coming up against yeah, Werner was still on the pitch at the time, I think, but then they made the substitution, didn't they, with Giroud? So it turned out to be, a, and Havertz had come on. So it turned, you know, I could see the finger behind it, but it's only natural to have a little bit of rustiness. And you know, Wes is a big guy as well. It's, it's hard to stay match fit, but 
He did his job, didn't he? Absolutely. Thankfully, everything turned out great. Absolutely. Let, let's hear from Wes Morgan. Then, obviously, lifted the Premier League with Leicester City, and now he's lifted the FA Cup with Leicester City. Wes, you got your hands on some more silverware. How does that feel? <laughs> An FA Cup winner? Yeah, a bit of silver, a bit of gold on that. Yeah, unbelievable. Can't, you know, I'm in shock still. Yeah, coming into the game, you're in a final, you know, it's a possibility of winning. Um, but when we get the goal and you get the feeling that, right, we're on here, we're on here. Um, and to see it out in the end, you know, some real pressure, you know, to disallow goal, you know, it all combines to mixed emotions, really. And, yeah, to, to see the game out um, and, and get the hands on the trophy, you know, it's an unbelievable feeling, you know, right up there with winning the league. And to be on the pitch at the end, your first appearance since December, I think. Yeah, um, you know, I've struggled a lot with an injury, you know, a back issue that... Um, hasn't really gone away, so I uh, struggled you know, for the second part of the season, really. And, you know, I, I was hoping just to get some pitch time before the end. And, yeah, probably only 24, 48 hours ago, um, got included to the squad. So I was just buzzing about that. And then got onto the bench and then eventually got onto the pitch today uh, <laughs> and then winning the FA Cup. So crazy turn of events. You know, I'm still in shock that I even on the pitch and this has actually happened. So I just need to let it sink in. Talk us through the trophy lift. What's going through your mind, you and Casper, at that moment? Yeah, um, you know, uh, in terms of the FA Cup run, you know, I ain't featured much, and you know, Casper's led the team out, you know, throughout. And we had a quick discussion. I was like, listen, Casper, you go and you've led the team out. You go and um, lift the trophy. And um, you know, compared to Casper, he said, no, Wes, we'll do it together. You know, we've gone a long journey, you know, throughout the years together. You know, ups and downs, we shared it all, and. Um, he wanted us to, to lift it together, so thanks to Casper for that. You've been at the club, as you mentioned, through highs and lows for so many years. Can you put into words how much winning the FA Cup means for Leicester City and, and for this group of players? Yeah, um, what was it 50 years since we was last probably in an FA Cup final, and uh, you know, it means so much to, to the fans and to all the players. You know, some great young players up and coming through. And this is what they, they come to this club for, you know, to get to finals, to be challenging for, for trophies. And we're, we're heading in the right direction. You know, um, last time we, we won anything was obviously the Premier League. And to win the FA Cup um, just shows what we're capable of and shows the direction we work, uh, we're working towards. So it's, it's unbelievable, you know, it's a fantastic club. We've got great owners, we've got great management and we've got great players. So the future's very bright. You saw the unity at the end of the squad, the celebrations, and also the play in front of those supporters for the first time in 14 months. They must be moments that you, you'll cherish forever. Absolutely, you know, it's just, it's all, it's all come full circle. You know, everything just fell into place at the right time, you know, to get to the final, and then the fans allowed back in. You know, you can hear the atmosphere, it makes such a big difference, you know, and I don't know, we've been playing without fans all this time. You know, we need the fans, it's, it's fantastic. You know, you get that extra adrenaline rush. And um, I'm glad Day was here to share the, the, the feeling with us, the, the winning moment. And um, yeah, everyone's left now, but uh, we celebrated nicely with the fans there as well. And a goal worthy of winning any cup final in your team. What a Yeah, fantastic. You know, um, see him do it on the training ground all the time. I knew when he was in range, everyone on the bench was saying, shoot, shoot, shoot. Uh, as soon as he left his foot and he passed the defender, I was like, that's heading to the goal. It went in and everyone went crazy on the bench, you know, in the stands, a big roar. And, yeah, absolute buzz feel. And then, yeah, just trying to see out the game. You know, Gaffer called me to go on, see out the last 10 minutes. Giroud came on and done some some, some defending, you know, a bit of luck with the offside as well at the end. 
all adds up to a fantastic moment, uh, you know, in my career, but in uh, Leicester's history also. A fantastic moment for Leicester City winning the FA Cup. It was a good weekend for Leicester City, actually, uh, in the FA Cup. LCFC women beat Manchester United 3-2. That's WSL side, Manchester United 3-2 in the FA Cup. They're through to the quarterfinals, which will take place later in the year. Um, there's a really nice piece from Chris Edwards, again, in, in our Facebook comments about Wes Morgan. Um, I'll treat it out to you while she says, uh, the perfect send-off for big Wes. Uh, there's a massive place in the history of Leicester City for Football club reserved just for Wes Morgan. I genuinely thought he was coming here to see his career fade out and pick up a final paycheck. Wow, how wrong was I? What a guy, what a captain. Which Chris Edwards is that? I think I know which one that one is, but uh, there's a Chris Abian, of course, but I don't think it is. He's uh, I've known Chris uh, a long uh, time, well, uh, over probably five or six years now, and uh, if it is the, the Chris Edwards, uh, uh, well done, Chris, that's uh, one fantastic mutual friend, Steve Walsh. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it's him. Yeah. But Your smoky cheese is fantastic, mate. He uh, he makes this that? cheese in a smoke. Well, she's got one friend. Then he gives me his cheese. He gives me his, this cheese. It's so amazing, honestly. It's so good. Well, I wasn't so expecting that to come up from just reading out anyway, a nice message from but somebody. There you go. But that's brilliant. Uh, no, it's, of it's all the nice... messages you could have picked, <laughs> and there have been hundreds as well. <laughs> but let's go back to Wes. Listen, uh, you know, um, he, he's a humble guy. He's a, uh, uh, you know, I speak to him many a time, and uh, he deserves everything he gets from, uh, you know. Uh, from what he's done for this football club, the respect the, that I've got and the admiration is is uh, fantastic, and uh, and he deserves it. I think that was a great gesture from Casper. I think uh, I think that was the right thing to do. To be honest with you, I think that Wes has come through so much with this club and and the, and and Casper that it was a, um, a a fantastic moment for every Leicester fan to see two of them uh, pick it up. Yeah, Kasper Schmeichel, we have to talk about him and those yeah. two saves, but in particular the one, I mean, the save from, from the Chilwell header, you don't know, it could have snuck in quite easily if he'd not got that touch on it onto yeah. the post, but the Mason Mount save yeah. is one of the best I've seen Kasper in, in, in my three years working at Leicester. I think that's probably yeah. his, his, the best save he's ever made, and what a time to do something <clears throat> like that as well. He's made quite a few, hasn't he, over the years and over recent times as well. Um where was it? Was it Liverpool? He made a spectacular save. I'm just sort of rack, the one raking. from Rashford here was really good. The one from Rashford was unbelievable, Man United. But anyway, that, yeah, that's part of the pie. But yeah, he, he was incredible, and you you, you weren't that surprised really because he's such a strong character, isn't he? So focused, does you know by all accounts does everything to the T. You know how he should do in terms of preparation, dedication. He um, puts himself through the mill on a daily occurrence and and you see the results and he's, he's well respected obviously within the club for how he is and how he carries himself and how he never mind how he plays but he's a big game performer as well isn't he he's not intimidated by situations he never he, he never goes not under the radar but he ne never sort of shirks the responsibility does he and numerous times he's, he's comes to Leicester's uh Saviour, really, and uh, I mean, he didn't necessarily save the game because it would have been only an equaliser, but it was hugely impactful, wasn't it? That save yeah. at that time, etc. But uh, yeah, as the ball came over, I mean, it's great technique from, from Mount, really, there, just his body. You know, a lot of players would have tried to have a touch first and create a better opening, but he's hit it on the volley, on the half volley, sorry, hasn't he? And Schmeichel was going to his right, if anything, and then having to sort of reset himself and just sprung to his left, didn't he? And, 
again, I've heard it mentioned earlier, um, you know, it wasn't just the fact he got the touch, it was the strength of the wrist and the hand to push it away. And it, well, it, was, it was incredible, yeah. Incredible. Save of the year. For oh, you, yeah, yeah, I, I you know, yeah, it's got to be, hasn't it? Yeah, I, Nothing I else so. springs to mind. I think and the occasion and the context, and the mount was oh, head in his hands and I don't know, there were such tight incidents happening after that, but it was Morgan said there, he said that the goal, as soon as Dewey hit it, past the defender, that's going in. I was of the same thought. And then, hang on, we're on here, was where, where's his words there? You know, we've got it on here. Which, and they sensed it, and you could feel that in the ground. But the Smyker had to make that save, and the offside, it's like it just, it did feel, I know Brendan Rogers said when Chris asked him, Chris Parrott, you know, I'm not sure about destiny. It, it almost Chris felt, felt like that. it was It almost down. felt that Chris way. Who? Chris Parrott when he was doing the uh, commentary. Chris oh, is he got, uh, he's just done us twice now, hasn't he? Uh, anyway, but, uh, listen, but just going back to that save, it, it was it was the 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 best Sam's save love that this one. season. But he's all, but don't forget, he's made so many saves, right? That 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 I that I um, that I thought, how the heck has he saved that? Um, but this one was just how he steered it because that that you know, when you say strong hand, it, 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 you know. The power of the shot, it's a wonder his wrist didn't go back, well, but he knew he had to, and well. he steered it to, mm -hmm. to away from the goal. The way he did it was just, uh, you know, for me, definitely save of the season. And, you know, and Casper's, he's, he's done it so many times when, I, like I said, he's made saves. I think, gee, how has he made that save? You know, so, you know, listen to Talk Sport, he's either in the top three for the best uh, Premier League goalkeeper this season. Of course he is, 100%. He's been outstanding for his time here, you know, and, and he's a, when you watch him play and you see what he, the instructions from behind that he gives you, and you wouldn't believe how much that helps um, a defence, a defence and defenders, in, you know, when you've got that certain presence behind you. And, um, and he's been a... A, a big player in the success of this te this team, without a doubt, for me. Yeah, and unfortunately, we are running out of time. We we could literally be sat here for another two we or could three easy. hours, couldn't we? Talking about how good. Saturday no, I, was. I just want to go home after that Chris Parrott show. <laughs> 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 well, when we do the, the extra time teasers in a minute, I'm praying for a Matt Elliott win. Can't have all seven well, I'll like give it away now. I've given it away. I feel you know with that, that one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Let's get the who's the fox on the screen again um, for everybody that is listening and, and watching. Along with us, they can have a, a couple of guesses. We've had loads and loads of correct guesses. Um, I mean, me saying that Raymond was right by saying I think the person it's, it was. Should I go for Mark Albrighton? Because if he's because the bonnet. That's Walsh's guess. Oh, get lost. <laughs> Just that, I don't know. I'm not too sure. No, Bardi? No, we've just been talking Bond. about him. Oh, it's Casper, is it? Yeah. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah well done to everybody. Yeah, yeah, course, Too many yeah. to read out Parting names. did me. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, well done. Casper Schmeichel yeah, there well with done. the... Uh, so it looks too big to be Vardy, but... Oh, uh, yeah. The mm. FA Cup trophy. <laughs> right, it's one all. It's, it's Chris uh, Parrott. We've just been talking about it. Who? <laughs> uh, on to more pressing oh, matters. Yeah. One all in the extra time teasers right. between Walshie and Matt Elliott. Um, Walshie, your second question. Other than James Justin... Name one of the other three players who scored in the third round win against Stoke all the way back in January when Leicester won 4-0 at Stoke other than James Justin because of that brilliant goal. Name one of the other three players that scored that day. Oh, I better get this right then. Madison. He just has a guess. What? 
That was just stabbing the dark, wasn't it? Who you got? They had to be. <clears throat> oh, Mark Albright home. Oh, you knew. Correct. Okay, well done. Who got uh, the other two? I can get a draw out of this, can't I? Yes, you still can. Get into a tie. Um, Matt Elliott, you got a chance to go 3 1 up there. Watch how easy this question will be. <laughs> that was <laughs> easy, really. Oh, Kalechi oh, Ianacho scored a 90th minute headed winner in the fifth round. <gasps> Against who? Right. Well done, Matt. Straightforward, really. Well. Yeah, I got that wrong. You can I'm still, out. You can still win it, Walshy, but you need Matt to get this wrong and you need to get it right. So, Matt, your third and final question. What year was the famous Ricky Villa goal for Spurs? 81. There we go. Yeah, he's on fire that tonight. Even, that was, Did for you him that? to answer that that quick sends... You know, messages <laughs> to me that you've been at it. Tottenham Man City, Ricky Villa. Yeah, but you've finished the question and you'd answered it. So I just feel, feel a, year <laughs> ends in one. Didn't I think you've uh, been at it. <laughs> um, your final question, Walsh. Okay, well, it doesn't um, matter, does it? No, you made me angry. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Don't make me angry. <laughs> what year did Eric Cantona score the winner? For 1989. <laughs> 1998. Sorry, 1998. <laughs> <laughs> Which one's? I'm not bothered, really. I'm not no, bothered now because no. I've been beaten. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he scored the winner for Man United against Liverpool in what year? That was. 96. Yeah, Almost the Queen Sweet. Almost the Queen Sweet. Right, yeah. we are pretty much out of time. Very quickly, someone's asked in, in the comments for your predictions for the game tomorrow. So I'd literally oh. want a score prediction. That's it from you. Go on, I'm going 1 1. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go along with that. Let's get a draw. Be happy. It'll be yeah. tough for them psychologically. Yeah. You know, Chelsea have got that. That's you know, reason to go at it again, haven't they? It can be, it can be all yeah. over in Champions yeah. League, can't we, if yep. we win? Hopefully so. so. Yeah, it's an 8.15 kickoff, so we'll be on air at 6.45 for Match Day Live on LCFC TV. So do join us for that, for that massive game uh, for Leicester City away at Chelsea. But thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we hope you've had a Great a show, Batesy, tonight. That's special for me. Saturday, Great yeah, show, lads. <laughs>